दिस इज एपिसोड 452 ऑन द सिक्स ऑफ डिसम्बर अ ब्यूटिफुल मंडे मॉर्निंग एंड आई वेलकम यू टू एपिसोड नंबर 452. द फर्स्ट क्वेश्चन दैट कम्स टू अवर माइंड इज वॉट इज द थीम ऑफ द इंडियन टी ट्वेंटी कप और द इंडियन पैसा लीग और द इंडियन तमाशा लीग the official theme is where opportunity meets talent yes opportunity meets talent but the underlying theme is golmal hai bhai sab golmal hai and why is this the underlying theme or the hidden theme or the real theme while well, this is just a smoke screen opportunity meets talent is just a smoke screen while gold mal hai bhai sab gold mal hai is the actual theme of the indian t20 domestic cup let's understand this as everyone knows in 2022 we have a maha auction that is buying and selling of players like objects of the hoity toity indian pesa league last year there was a mini tamasha and next year there will be a mega tamasha of the maha tamasha league but before that there were some bizarre retention policies what did that mean this tournament has a simple agenda perform or perish and with the retention policies including that only 3 indian players and one foreign player could be signed or could be retained by each team it became a question of perform or perish which means team management and pseudo owners have looked through the charts and seen who performed who did not perform up to the expectations of what was expected of them or what was their salary they were given and they did not perform up to that it was a difficult choice but it's perform or perish though which players were retained and who were fired is irrelevant the most of most of them would say it's not being fired well if you can only retain 3 players overall 4 players between the 20 players they have in a team in in their brand then what does it mean how did they decide which three players to sign three indian players to sign and which foreign player that one can only have one foreign player who could be signed or retained it comes to the question of perform or perish and then as always a few players were released or fired they were released into the wild which means will they be drafted again into the teams who fired them in the first place or will they be picked up by the new brands of course there are rumors that a few players have gone into secret contracts with new brands or new teams despite the fact that they still have a contract with their current team well these things are baffling in fact if you look at the maha indian tamasha league versus the 
similar tournaments of other countries in fact sri lanka australia our neighboring country to the left our neighboring country to the east all have such tournaments but when you look at the indian tournament you feel as if there is extra pressure as if everything is dependent on their salary if they have received an x amount or if they have been signed for an x amount by the team then they are supposed to perform 10 times more than that and it all comes to the question of money and then there are few good songs which would be in this paisa ye paisa kaisa ye paisa means if i pay you x amount you are supposed to perform 10 times more than that amount you you may talk about opportunity meeting talent but it's not opportunity meeting talent it's golmal hai bhai sab golmal hai that is the theme now it now don't be surprised if tomorrow when the maha tamasha happens or the auction or something like this happens a few players who did well in the world 20 over world championship those who were in their respective teams for 4 or 5 years but because they got an opportunity at certain positions where they do not usually play for example new zealand's darrell mitchell he is not an unknown quantity in new zealand or in world of this particular sport but he was given an opportunity to open when he was given an opportunity to open it meant that the regular opener was dropped or was fired was not part of the team it was a temporary opening policy which worked in that tournament but post that it did not work so don't be surprised if this guy darrell mitchell is picked up by a few teams is signed by a few teams i don't know it doesn't matter what will the signing amount be because that's irrelevant but don't be surprised if a few players from teams like namibia or scotland or the associated nations who were part of the tournament are signed because they performed in that tournament they had 7 8 matches and barring the players from a western neighboring country a few players who were unknown quantities you may see players like gurbaz from afghanistan being signed or a moment shahzad who's been doing this for 10 years but how is he noticed right now i don't know this tournament has been going as long as players like gurbaz or uh, zazai from afghanistan have been playing and therefore this entire thing baffles me how do you look at this because it's the retention policies are anyways bizarre it doesn't matter what team you play for because eventually there is no loyalty because it's a hoity toity india paisa league it's all about money it's all about golmal hai bhai sab golmal hai nobody knows what actually happens how do they decide this thing and the players who are not signed again who are released into the wild or who are let's just be uh, clear let's just be on the point and say players who are fired 
it's as good as being fired because they may never be picked up again because you can only have because they have limited pocket money for the team managements limited pocket money means you can only pick up certain players now that you have who the three indian players were well you can check pseudo media print media it's irrelevant to me you might see new captains for certain teams bangalore will have a new captain who will that be i don't know it could be whoever they want it to be they have four players and they need probably 18 or 19 more to make that pool of players whatever is in their plans and will new players mean that the teams can win i don't think there is any connection to new players or maha tamasha or auction anything to do with that but that's the way things are that's the way we presume things are it does baffle me but can't do anything about it that's the way the world works it's baffling but it's true that's the way things are and that's the way things will be always but enough on that whatever the tension policies were whoever was retained or whoever was fired or whoever was released into the wild it doesn't matter because who should play who should not play it was obvious that teams like Bo- bombay retained rohit sharma you cannot let go of the money maker rohit sharma or chennai cannot let go of the money maker in dhoni despite the fact that he's 41 and he's not going to play for too long they might put him in the coaching position but it's a lifelong contract but that's it so the so it's all about perform or perish if you don't perform you do not fulfill the contracts of the signing amount you are done it's it's just like a tv show if the actors do not perform of course it's not exactly like a tv show but it's very similar this happens in such tournaments all over the world because we are so obsessed with certain individual players and we will never let go of the fact that we are obsessed with certain individual players and we can't do anything about this obsession with certain individual players that's the way things will be but what kind of teams will be there for the 2022 indian t20 cup i don't know but when i see this tournament and I, when i when i see the see other tournaments that is from australia sri lanka bangladesh and our neighboring country to the west it seems as if neither the commentators of course those tournaments don't have heavy pocket money they don't retain players in crores right and they quietly sign players here they make a big deal x y z z player signed for a huge amount and then it just becomes a big fat money making situation which i don't like i don't want to know which player was signed for what amount because there is no loyalty there will always be secret contracts with new brands and that's the way this particular sport is played but more on that later this is the situation with the india new zealand test world cup game 2 day 1 india were 4 for 2 to 
day two, India 325 all out. And then, of course, the whole Ajaz Patel story. New Zealand was 62 all out. Then India was 6340. Day three, India declared at 74276. And New Zealand was 5 for 140. But right now, New Zealand have lost 8 wickets for 165. And they have lost the likes of Ravindra, Saudi, and Jameson. Not surprising at all the way this thing was being done. As Jayant Yadav bowls to Somerville, who defends. And after 54 overs, New Zealand are 8 for 165. And of course, an inside edge onto the pads and bold. So, players who are picked up in other tournaments will never be picked up in the Indian tournament because we have an arrogant look at how to look at players. It's an arrogant look, which means players like Tim Saudi, who's a decent uh, player, will never be picked up because he'll be seen as a burden. He's 33 and he's a foreign player. There'll be so much. But as I said, don't be surprised if the likes of Gurbaz and Zazai and players from Namibia, Scotland, Ireland, who performed decently in the recently concluded World T20 Championship, which happened which just concluded a month ago, they might be picked up by the teams. But there's a difference. They will be drafted, but they may not be in the playing 11 because you can only have 11 players, out of which it's a combination of 7 plus 4. And don't be surprised if the two new teams, captains who were released by other teams, that you have two new teams, but you have released at least 10 players from the eight teams, that will be interesting. That will be very, very interesting as to how these things are. So yesterday, the Sri Lankan domestic tournament started. The Australian domestic tournament started. And as I said, what do these tournaments have, which the Indian tournament lacks? They don't make a big deal out of whom they select or what is the signing amount whether it goes into lakhs, crores, it doesn't matter. And they do it quietly without making it into a big deal. And that's the way things should be. Just do it quietly. Why make it into a big deal? But enough on that because the premise is you are fired. As New Zealand are 166 for 8. Two wickets remain. For the match to end, which is very interesting as to how things are going to be. As Ashwin bowls to Somerville, who defends Norman, so 166 for 8 after 54.2 overs, and the match has, well, in just a few. Uh, Minutes, the match is going to be over. Don't expect players like Ajaz Patel and Somerville to last for too long. But the premise will be Golmal hai bhai, sub Golmal hai. As Ashwin bowls to Somerville and Somerville defends. Now, of course, the question is of the 
South Africa tour, who will be picked up, who will be fired, who will be retained? Well, you can only carry certain number of players because of whatever restrictions there are. Who should play, who should not play? Can we have too many players of the same kind? Can we have an Aksar Patel and a Jadeja and a Ashwin and a Jayant Yadav and a Washington Sundar in the same team? So you have five very good all-rounders in that context. Well, that remains to be seen. But New Zealand are 167 for 8. After 54.5 overs, so an early ending to the match. Of course, New Zealand dragged the match at day 4, but it was, it was always going to end early as Ashwin bowls the final ball to Nichols, who drives and it's straight to the fielder, but no runs. Is it a drop? I don't think so. 55 gone, 167 for 8. So, South African tour has been reduced to 320 over, 350 over matches and 3 test matches. As Was this a drop? No, it bounced to the fielder. As Jayant Yadav and Ashwin fight for that fifth wicket between these two, somebody will pick up five wickets. It will be interesting. Every time India has drafted a player, whether it's Jayant Yadav or Jadeja or Aksa Patel or even Washington Sundar, they have done well. As Yadav bowls to Somerville. This time, gone. Another one, straight to short leg and Jayant Yadav gets his fourth wicket. And New Zealand are 9 for 167. As the umpires come together, once again to just delay the inevitable, they discuss and they have given it out. So what is the point of having this discussion? What is the point of this soft signal nonsense? But that's the way protocols are. That's the way this tournament has progressed as is it an inside edge onto the pads? Well, it's a clear inside edge onto the pads. That's what the umpire is checking. But this is an umpire's review, not a play review. And it's it's a, the, the ball bounced on the player and he took it on the second bounce. It doesn't matter if it bounced. It doesn't matter if it came off his hands. That's irrelevant. As long as it didn't go to the ground, it is not a dropped catch. As the third umpire has nothing more to do, so he gets busy. And Ajaz Patel, the guy who took 14 wickets in the match, that is 10 plus 4 and the whole world going crazy because of his Indian origin. Well, if he was born in Bombay, then why did he move to uh, New Zealand? Why did his parents or whoever move to New Zealand? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't matter if you were born in Bombay or it's a homecoming. Now you are a citizen of another country. It doesn't matter where you were born. That's this Asian origin players or well, half the New Zealand team has players from other countries. And that's the same with even someone like Australia where a Manus Labushane was born in South Africa, moved at the age of 8 or 9 to Australia. Now he's playing for Australia. It doesn't matter 
where he was born. If Jayant Yadav tomorrow moves to South Africa to get more opportunities, it doesn't matter what he did for India. It's irrelevant as, of course, credit to him, he's a, he's a spinner and there are so many things, there are so many Deepak Patels and Jitin Patels and Ajaz Patel. It doesn't matter what your origin was. I can give a lot of examples. As Jayant Yadav bowls to but who misses a beauty, 55.3 overs, 9 for, so 4 wickets lost for 27 runs, out of which 3 have gone to, all 4 have gone to Jayant Yadav, I suppose. As he bowls to Ajaz Patel, who drives, misses, and that's the way things are. And there's Ish Sodi from New Zealand. I would have picked them in the team. I you know people, how do you decide who can play 50 overs, who can play test matches? Because it baffles me. It doesn't matter. 50 overs, 20 overs, test matches doesn't matter. And now everyone was soothing over Saha's technique as a keeper. He's supposed to do that. He's paid for that. He trains as a keeper. And of course, we... People can question uh, wicket-keeper, batter or batter-wicket-keeper. I don't think that makes a difference. And it doesn't matter if the ball bounced in that catch as Ajaz Patel defends. Unlike the last match where he only had 8 or 9 overs to defend, here he has at least 70-75 overs. He has to kind of defend. 75 overs will be too much for Ajaz Patel, but if he can drag it, for another one hour, it will be good as he defends, ends the over, 56 gone, 9 for 167. So 9 for 167 New Zealand. One wicket away from India winning the series well, when you have two matches and one match is drawn because of shoddy umpiring and umpires who should have been fired from after the last match who are still continuing the contract because you don't you have limited Indian umpires. That's the way things are as Nichols comes and once again scramble for the fifth wicket. Ashwin has three, Yadav has four. Ashwin gets four. Who is the player of the match? That will be very interesting. It will be very interesting as to who is the player of the match. Not man of the match, but player of the match. For me, the contenders are, of course, Mayank Agarwal for 150 and 60. Uh, Ashwin for batting and bowling decently. Aksar Patel for his 90 runs in the two innings. Even Ajaz Patel for his 14 wickets. But I think because if India wins, India has won 9 wickets, one more wicket. It's just a... As he steps on the track and misses and India take the series 1-0. And the player of the match is going to be none other than Mang Agarwal. Because no matter how much, how many times the commentators complain that it's a game for the batters. And the, and the bowling commentators say that it's all about the batters game. You still gave the player of the match to the batters. But let's not get too carried away by this win because 
in 2017 he beat sri lanka in a similar situation in a series in india and then we went to south africa thinking we have all the aces ready with us and then we won we lost that series 2-1 we won the last match only because something happened so i won't be too excited by this win because this is the kind of things that can be it can be a smoke screen as a decent stumping but that's his job he's paid for it he does it every day it's his job so let's not swoon over something which is his job it's not as if it's virat kohli who is keeping and he is doing the job if saha or pan or ishan kishan or bharat or sanju samson are supposed to be keepers i don't care if it's batsman keeper keeper batsman that is irrelevant and absolute nonsense it's their job they are supposed to do it and they have done their job but let's not get carried away of course i'm not going to go into the weaknesses and strengths but this is such a cliche they won a series in india on so called spinning pitches they go to south africa on so called seeming and bouncing pitches and everyone is over excited of how that tournament will be in just 3 weeks time which means they don't have much time they will have to once again gather for some kind of jail time or quarantine or maybe they fly to south africa immediately and then they stay there for one week i don't know how will that work of course once again the that group of g5 with an unproductive career led by a chairperson who was moonlighting for a amateur hindi sports channel that is news channel but i mean if you really want to know who should be selected call me i'll tell you who should be selected who should be deselected i wouldn't select or deselect anyone i'll take a team of 40 i don't care what people think but i'll take with me a team of 40 players so that if there are injuries there are no objection there are no question asked but that's something we have to understand but the match is done the obligations are done you win the match you get to 330 and then you get the team out for 60 the game was done from that moment onwards and of course for a team who won who is well for a team who went to the finals of the T20 world cup lost the T20 series 3-0 so it was just a fluke for a team who won the world championship of test lost the series 1-0 and i think everyone made a big deal why ashwin wasn't there in england but nobody has made a big deal big deal that new zealand erred by not going with neil wagner they erred in the first match they erred in this match and that's the way things are so we think new zealand is a bunch of good guys but the thing is everyone can pretend to smile and be all hunky dory on camera off camera there will be uh discussions there will be strong conversations o- on camera you can say okay yeah we heard uh, we did this you don't know what happens in the locker room and that's something we have to understand what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room will there be arguments let there be arguments but that's the way things are and this ends this morning's program as we all wait questionably for 
the Mahatamasha auction of the Indian Pesa League, where opportunity doesn't meet talent, but where goal mal hai bhai, sub goal mal hai. This ends episode number 452 on the 6th of December 2021 and stay tuned for the next episode. For more awesome awesome content, content, tune into the next episode of the weekly show. And I will be back on the 8th of December, that is Wednesday, the 8th of December with episode number 453 as always at 10.30 a.m. Indian Standard Time or even before. And while you wait for the next episode, add these books to your must-read books column. Once again, add these books to your must-read books books column.